Ohio people with Mennonite views, and they're gonna give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. You are listening to Ohio Conference Cast, a podcast dedicated to sharing missional stories and other information about Ohio Mennonite Conference. Here are your hosts, Thomas Dunn and Bill Seymour. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ohio Conference Cast. This is Thomas. And I'm Bill. And we have with us two of the five members of the Immigration Resource Team of Ohio Conference. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I am Kelsey Troyer. And I'm Hannah Troyer. Wow, I feel like that calls for a joke, but I just don't have one. <laughs> we we have lots of them. We've got lots of It's jokes. fine. This is okay, both of our so married names. Sisters so. in Christ. Sure. <laughs> there you go. We can do that. So who are the other people? We interviewed Dan King. So he was your fearless leader on this task force. Yes, for sure. And, and then yes. who are your other two? Alyssa Short mm-hmm. and Mara Weaver. Weaver. Yes. Beauchart. 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 Yes. Yeah. So, hey, Thomas. What's a resource team? A resource team, according to the Ohio Conference Constitution, is a group of people seated by the ministry development team. So the ministry development team basically is more of an oversight role of a lot of different things that happen in Ohio Conference. So you're the leader of the ministry development team, right? For For about another another five weeks, yeah. Yeah, so you tell everybody to sit down. Yeah. They're seated. You said they were seated. Yeah, sit down, shut up. Right. Uh Oh, I I see where you're going with that. (laughs) Hannah is enjoying this a lot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So anyways, we seat the resource teams and the resource teams do the work. So ministry development team, when they meet, is usually, you know, hearing reports, check-ins, what has happened. And so the ministry resource team of immigration was sat earlier this year. Dan King sits on ministry development team. And he pulled together an all-star cast of people that worked on this. And so now we have this resolution they've worked on. So We have a resolution. And for those of you who, like me, who missed it, it was a link in the perspective that went out this past week. Yep. Uh, this past week, this podcast is being recorded on the 23rd of January. Mm-hmm. So some of you, when you hear this, will have an upcoming cluster that you can read this before your cluster meeting. Some of you will probably already have been to cluster meetings. Right, and so you can check our facts. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about the resource team. Sure. We did a lot of our communicating just digitally through email and Google Docs. We've actually only met, there was one phone call meeting and one in-person meeting. Mm -hmm. So So we got it all done with with just that. Yes. And do you remember like- what, what uh, I, I should probably remember this too, but I can't off the top of my head. Like, what, what was the charge given to you guys? Do you remember what Dan told you? Like, this is your, what you're being asked to do? Yeah, we were, we were asked to come up with a, a resolution and a resource list regarding immigration right. issues. Right. Immigration and, and issues surrounding immigration. That would be relevant to congregations in Ohio Conference. So we have, as Bill mentioned in front of us, the resolution that you guys have come up with. Mm -hmm. This has been through the ministry development team and the leadership team and got their blessings from from both those groups. And now it's going to be going through clusters and ultimately to to ACA. So yeah, tell us a little bit about how you guys arrived at this. Um, Or were were you going to recite it? I thought we were going to... We are not going to do that. You can read it. That's not going to happen. You wouldn't be seated anymore. Okay. 
Um, okay, so they refuse to recite. <laughs> Fine. So maybe in our show notes, we'll have a link to this. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at that. And if we don't, it's just because we forgot to ask Ann to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, she listens to these before she publishes <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, she's way smarter than we are. Yeah. So we've got the, the background. So that, is that kind of like the preamble? Sure, yeah. You could call it that. Yeah. Um, we the people. Yeah, it's As just we consider kind of, the multifaceted and complex issue of immigration. Sorry. Bill's going to recite it. Just that part. Yeah, yeah, you should go for it. Go for it, yeah, Bill. No, it's okay. In the theatrical voice, too. like that. <laughs> um, yeah, the background is is basically just giving some context for what this would mean in our, in our communities. I'm, I'm recalling back, like this, you guys were asked to do this before really everything got so messy with, I mean, it's always been messy, I guess, but like all this stuff about building the wall and the government shutdown and all, I mean, the, you Correct. guys had started your work before all that. Right. So, I mean, Probably even finished it. Yeah. Not so quite. quite. Not, Not quite. quite. Okay. It was kind of in the midst of being finished during that whole most recent fiasco. Yeah. So, I mean, all I have to say is like, I mean, this, this is something that we want Ohio conference to have a voice in, not necessarily an overtly political voice, but it is inherently political. Uh, but it was before a lot of it had got so politicized. Sure. Well, this time. This, yeah. this, this time yeah, around. Yeah. Recent. So one of the things I, I like about this resolution as I read through it is, is got you've got the three tiers to it. And so mm-hmm. I, I assume just kind of a clarif- clarification thing. So at ACA, when we have votes and however we're going to vote, standing or writing or whatever, we're voting on all this as one big package, right? So it's Correct. got the individual component, the congregational component, and the statement to our elected officials at local, state, and national levels. So can you say a little bit about you know what you're doing with, with each of those levels? What do you have in mind there? Each piece is, I think, integral to the entire resolution. We really wanted to have each component because, you know, we, we have the individual component and that gives people an individual way to be involved in this regardless. It gives people a congregational component so they can be involved in their own communities. And then the statement to the elected officials is something we we kind of are aware that that's going to be our most controversial aspect of the resolution. But we still thought that it was important to include just because, like you said, Thomas, it is inherently a political issue and, and the issues surrounding immigration are inherently political. And so we feel like that's important not to be politically polarizing, but just to understand that it is an inherently political issue and we do have a call as mm-hmm. followers of Jesus to be involved in in some capacity in that way. Mm-hmm. Here's the individual component. Um, as delegates to Ohio Conference, we commit ourselves to become better informed on the issues surrounding immigration with a willingness to consider a variety of perspectives, regardless of our own national origin, we will seek to reach out and build relationships with our neighbors rooted in Christ's love and compassion. Okay, so when we vote on this, when I vote yes, I'm committing myself to become better informed and to reach out and build relationships, right? Correct. Okay, so what am I committing my congregation to when I vote yes on this? Probably a similar similar thing, just on a congregational level rather than 
individually um, to become better informed, to build relationships, to pray. So what are we telling our elected officials and how are we telling them? Are we going to publish this in papers? Are we going to send letters to all of the Ohio people, state and national? How how are we telling this? I've heard a couple different versions of that process. Right. One was that it would be up to the individual congregations whether or not they wanted to send this letter from their specific church. To their specific person. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think the other option is just for the Greater Ohio Conference to send something out. But I don't know that a clear path has been determined. Okay. So you know you don't know like if there'll be this statement to the elected officials will be turned into like a paper we could just sign and throw in the mail or anything like that. Right. Correct. Right. So. The idea is that it will be sent to elected officials. Um, the process for which that would would occur is still a little bit up in the air at this point. Okay, so maybe we can get some dialogue on that at cluster meetings and at yeah, we're the, really hoping. I think that's the idea. Gathering, yeah, yeah because yeah. Well, I mean, the statement begins: "We, as members of Ohio Mennonite Conference, wish to make known the following." Mm-hmm. Right, and then the first thing is really cool. We claim obedience to the commands of our Lord Jesus in this air area is is how it how it works. Right, and the idea is not to align ourselves with either political party or any political party but to really take our cues from scripture and from the teachings of Jesus as to how we should deal with some of these issues and act in our political sphere. Right. So what I like about this statement is I can tell you guys as a committee worked very hard to make this nonpartisan. As we talked about earlier, it, it is political uh, just because immigration is a political issue, but I appreciate how you've made it nonpartisan yeah. And I can, yeah, we can tell you put a lot of work into this. So try not to tick any boxes that are going to really get people's red flags going. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there people, some will take excep- exception to something, but I think you've done a good job with this. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So part of the resource team charge was to come up with a statement that we could make together as a conference, but also that would lead to some action and maybe offer us some resources. Well, that's not part of the statement, obviously. So uh, are you going to, I would assume, I'm not going to ask you, are you going to do it? I don't, don't mean that, but I would assume you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. So do you know in what manner you're going to bring these resources at ACA? Yeah. So it'll be likely in the form of, of like a resource list okay. um, that's categorized by different types of resources. I think it's important to give people some resources to be really be able to be educated on these types of things um, and to be able to connect in their own you know the way that they see most fit for their context and then for them to continue that education as well so yeah we'll we'll bring a list to conference during aca that'll be resource list then that they that delegates and leadership can bring back to their congregations yeah i don't know are there any other takeaways as far as like congregational individual mm-hmm. so if this passes what's the expectation of congregations like there's a congregational component so will there be follow-up on this so we got to come back in aca 2020 and be like all right who followed through with your resolution mm-hmm. i think that, that would be awesome if we did that 
accountability. Yeah. 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 I remember when we were at Central Christian in Kidron a couple of years ago, Jessica gave this awesome, Jessica Schrock Ring, Ring, Ringerberg gave this awesome message right before something. And she said, next year, bring back your missional stories. And we did not follow up on that. Well, there were some. No, no, I'm saying, but like on mass, we didn't all oh. come like, hey, here's here's every church's missional story. Mm-hmm. That would be that would right. be awesome. I think that 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 would be awesome, but I think that it's important to also recognize that some churches might go as far as to become sanctuary churches if that is something that they feel that they're being led to do, mm-hmm. and that is you know sitting in front of them. Some some of our churches could stand to be sanctuary churches and that would be very helpful for the community. Um, some churches might just like do a Sunday school study mm-hmm. or, and, right. and that's okay right. too, you know, because, because I think this is, I think we structured the congregational component in that way right. so that it, it can be contextualized to mm-hmm. what you, what situation you find your your congregation and your community in? Sure, because context is important uh, where you sit, but also some churches are very at a very beginning level of understanding about sure. this. Some have a much higher level. Yes. it's easier to get to a hundred if you start at seventy, yeah, right? right. Uh, and uh, by the way, a little commercial interruption here. Uh, I am part of uh, East Central Ohio Sanctuary Network, so if you are interested in exploring what it might mean to be a sanctuary church, give me a call. You're on the resource list. We should be on the resource <laughs> list, yes. Yeah, I, I really appreciate this resolution because it does have that congregational and individual component. Because mm-hmm. most, I mean, all the other resolutions we pass, like, yeah, we have a communication job to go back to our congregations and communicate. These are the things that were voted on and passed, budgets, statements, et cetera, but they don't really, didn't have an inherent like responsibility to them. And so this is like, if this passes, like me as a delegate and the other delegates from Crown Hill have a responsibility, like, okay, like we have this responsibility now since we passed this. Right. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It won't be easy, but I like it. Right. I think it'll be most relevant to a lot of our rural churches. Um, That, that to me seems the most relevant. I, I don't see this as much up in Akron, honestly, because we don't have as many undocumented communities but a lot of our rural churches which is right. what makes up most of ohio conference sure. this is a issue that's at the forefront and mm-hmm. i think is really relevant now we push back on that a little bit like our urban areas whether they're documented or undocumented have more probably as many if not more immigrants than rural though more yeah. immigrants right more well, immigrants, this, 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 yeah does this document mention anything about documentation of the immigrant I don't think so. I don't think it, it, no, it doesn't mention documentation. You're right. But some of those, like, some of those action steps are going to be different mm-hmm. um, when you're with undocumented immigrants versus documented immigrants. We have a large refugee community in Akron where we are and where Summit Mennonite, the church that I attend, is more involved in something like that. And those are, are people that have refugee status. And so that's something different, but it still is the same type of thing it's dealing with with immigrants people who are having you know adjusting to our culture and our society and i think we have a responsibility as as christians in a community to help them do that Mm -hmm. yeah i just don't want to make get let the urban people off the hook there (laughs) 
Oh no, we've got all. <laughs> trust me, we've got lots of things on our plate. Mm-hmm. So, Kelsey, thanks for joining us. Hannah, thank you for coming back. Do either of you have any final words of encouragement for our thirty-seven listeners? <laughs> I'm just going to randomly triple our last estimate. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I thought it was twelve. I was yeah. thought it was like twelve or fifteen. We want to really encourage people to, if you're not. I mean, I'm not a delegate. I don't attend these meetings, but I still think it's important to, I think this is worth reading, Mm -hmm. even if you're not going to be Mm -hmm. a part of the formal discussions, I guess. I still think it's worth your time. Right. Agreed. Yeah. And I think it it is really important to read this resolution before conference so that you're educated on it, so you can ask questions about it, so you can come prepared, so that we can do some good productive work at conference and get some feedback from your congregation yes Mm -hmm. absolutely uh, in the whatever way the process at your place works because it's all different yeah uh kelsey i would like to say that uh, you are invited to how conference annual conference assembly whether you're a delegate or not Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Maybe we that makes it along your side. Jumping at this invitation. Great. It's yes. local to us where so we are. Cool. It's at Salem and Kidron this year. So it'd be easy Anybody to pop in go. and out. Yeah. I might know the worship band for Saturday morning. It's even more local for you, Kelsey. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Well, uh, thank you both very much for joining us. Thank and you. thank you, everybody, for paying attention to this important issue of immigration justice. Uh, We'll see you down the road. Ohio people with Mennonite views and they're gonna give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. Thank you for listening to another edition of Ohio Conference Cast. We would love to hear from you. Our email is ohioconferencecast at gmail.com. Ohio Conference Cast is brought to you by the Ohio Conference Leadership Team, along with Norm Sohar, sound engineer, Megan Sohar, voiceover, Ann Lehman, publisher, and our many guests and listeners.